This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get to know more about new Illinois offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Barry Loney Jr. Welcome to the Illini Enquirer podcast. I'm Jeremy Warner, Illini Enquirer publisher. On our previous podcast, Joy Wagner and I gave our thoughts on what Barry Loney brings to Illinois as its new offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach under Brett Bielma, who makes the move after just one season with Tony Peterson. So we talked about, if you missed it, uh, how this impacts the program, how it impacts recruiting, how it impacts the current roster. We want to reach out to some people who've already covered Barry Loney Jr. and get insight into what he did at his previous stops. And that includes a five-year stint, actually seven-year stint at Arkansas, five of those years under Brett Bielma. And we chatted with Trey Biddy of 24-7 Sports, hogsports.com. And we also talked with J.J. Perez of InsideRunnersports.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. He covers UTSA, and he does it extremely well. So the great part of working for 24-7 Sports is to have this network of great insiders, of reporters who do such a good job of covering their programs. And J.J. and Trey both gave us great insight into Barry Lunny, who played for Arkansas, was an Arkansas uh, assistant coach, of course, but also a really good high school coach along with his father, Barry Lunny, who is a pretty big deal in Arkansas as well. And then, of course, he got his play-calling chance uh, at the college level at UTSA the last couple years. So we're going to talk with Trey later on in the podcast, dive in a little bit deeper into his background. But let's dive into his recent success and why he is now the offense coordinator at Illinois. J.J. Perez will tell us what Barry Lunny Jr. brought to the UTSA program to help Jeff Trailer turn UTSA from kind of an unknown to one of the best group of five programs and at one point ranked uh, in the country. That's coming up next with J.J. Perez from InsideRunnerSports.com. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back into the Illini Enquirer podcast. Now let's get some real insight into new Illini offense coordinator Barry Lunny Jr. with the man who covers the UTSA Roadrunners better than anyone. That's J.J. Perez from InsideRunnersports.com. J.J., welcome back. Great to talk to you again. But uh, I guess Illinois traded a loss in September for an offensive coordinator. Uh, Apparently that's what happened. So what do you think of this hire from Illinois' perspective? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Good to be back. It's – Wow, what what a what a season of offseason change for UTSA football. I mean, they are, not only is Barry Lunny UTSA's quarterback coach and offensive coordinator, he's basically Jeff Trailer's right-hand man being associate head coach. So, it's a pretty big loss, but at the same time, 
you know, Barry Lunny took this job. He was he was the interim head coach at Arkansas, and he was one of the finalists to be one of those to to for that job. So it was a little bit of a coup for UTSA and Jeff Trader to get um, you know Lunny here in the first place. So um, being able to hold on to him for two years, look, I mean, this last season was remarkable for the Roadrunners. There, the offense broke every record you know in place. And a big part of it was what uh, Lunny did. And, you know, he's arguably the most successful coordinator in UTSA's 11-year history, and it'll be some big shoes to fill. But, uh, you know, it's hard to blame him. Him and him and Bielema are really close. He's got a significant salary increase headed up there. So just a uh, big news day all, all the way around. Yeah, Jeff Trailer obviously has done a great job and got that big contract because of it. Um, and obviously Jeff has a history on the offensive side of the ball as well. So what was the partnership like with, with Jeff and, and Barry? And, and was this unquestionably Barry's offense to run and call? Yes, 100%. I mean, he kind of just took the reins and, you know, it was all his fingerprints on the offense. I, I, I don't know how involved, you know, we could say Trailer was – except for decisions about, hey, going for it on fourth down, you know, what, what do you like in specific situations? And what we saw from Lunny is, you know, a very um, analytical mind, you know, previous previous coordinators here, they tried to, for lack of better words, stick a round peg into a square hole. And what Lunny did when he, when he came in, he, he used his pieces as, as good as he, as good as he could. And he didn't, you know, try and change too many guys that, you know, you look at quarterback, you can't make, you know, dual threat quarterback Frank Harris a pass-only quarterback. But eventually, from from the beginning, but eventually he was able to to mold him kind of that way. So it's just a matter of adapting to the personnel you have. And, you know, I, I think he's going to do a great job there in, at Illinois. How would you describe the offense that Barry Loney Jr. runs? I'd say it's multiple. You know, you wanna you wanna stay balanced and keep opposing defenses um, off balance. But I, I mean, he's gonna UTSA had a fantastic running back, uh, a very good offensive line. But then you look at the wide receivers, and they this was the most production we've ever seen out of the wide receiver group. So um, he's gonna take shots down the field. You know, he's gonna it's a, it's a spread offense. I don't know how many of it is gonna be you know run pass option. But, you know, certainly I, I describe it as a spread multiple offense. Yeah, so what, how does he operate? I, I remember watching them, and there were some RPO actions. Um, you know, Frank Harris didn't run a ton uh, against Illinois, but he certainly was a threat. So um, he, he has spread, but like you said, it's multiple, JJ. They use tight ends a lot. They, they still are physical. It seems like it's a mix of kind of spread concepts with the more like what Lunny knew at Arkansas with his like physical uh, attack. Right, so a lot of eleven and twelve personnel, you know, two tight end sets, and they he loved he loved the tight ends. You're right. I mean, when in, in UTSA's bowl game, they lost one of the tight ends, and it was a big a major factor in some of the struggles. And you know, some of that's along with the offensive line kind of coaching and blocking schemes and what you're going to see for that. So it'll be interesting to see if there are any other changes to the Illini coaching staff, and you, you know the guys he recruits also you know he's got to go in and recruit the players that are there one to kind of because this transfer portal deal is it's it's changed the game so it's going to be multiple and and he's going to use his personnel to 
as best as he can and not stick a round peg in a square hole. I loved what you were starting to say about Frank Harris. He had a great year this past year at quarterback. His efficiency went through the roof as a passer and was was a really good runner as well. Um, how did he mold himself uh, around Frank, and, and how did he mold Frank into such an effective quarterback? So so when Barry Lunny and, and Jeff Trailer came in <clears> the first year, it was right in the middle of COVID. They didn't have a spring. They didn't have a summer. And they had a few weeks before the season started. So – they didn't give Frank the keys to the offense until towards the end of their first year here. And this past year, we saw <clears> some of that trust kind of pay off with Frank Harris, allowing him to change the play. So there's a lot of trust that, that, that Lunny kind of instills in his quarterback to, you know, be the coach on the field and, you know, direct the offense. And what we saw as the tenure went on between Lunny and Frank Harris was more trust and Frank became more, you know, willing to, to, to see that Lunny's plan would be effective if, you know, he didn't tuck and run so much, if he stayed in the pocket and threw some balls away and lived to play another day. So, um, you know, he's going to work with the pieces he has. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, what kind of personnel he decides he wants to run the most and, you know, the type of players he recruits also. Yeah, we're really interested to see what, what he wants in a quarterback uh, here at Illinois. What kind of quarterbacks was he recruiting at UTSA? So he liked the – kind of like he's a lefty quarterback, so he had a, a heart for, for some lefties. And then, you know, a, a traditional pro-style quarterback, not, not your typical dual-threat guys. Um, those are the guys he recruited. And, you know, the, the, the quarterback they have in this class is, you know, a traditional pro-style quarterback. So I wouldn't be surprised if he, he sticks with that mold. Yeah, that's what uh, Illinois has been doing for the last couple of years here, too. So, um, obviously, we saw it here, J.J. Zachary Franklin had, had a massive game uh, against Illinois, and, and Sincere McCormick almost 3,000 yards the last two years under Barry Lunny. What did he do to get the most out of his playmakers? Because certainly at Illinois, didn't feel like uh, this year Illinois got the most out of their few offensive playmakers. Yeah, I, I think what he did the best was kind of spread things around to different guys. You mentioned Zachary Franklin, but there are two other wide receivers that had had big years too with JT Clark and Joshua Cephas. So, yeah, at one point, Franklin was unguardable with some offenses, and then they started double teaming him. So that opened up, you know, other guys to step up. And then, you know, Sincere McCormick actually had a down year from his production from previous years. He ended up having more total yards but less of an average so that was a function of other teams stacking the box so that's what happened that's what allowed some of the passing game to step up so I, I guess the whole point of that is he's going to be able to adapt to what you know defenses are giving them so it'll be uh, something interesting to watch because you know Illinois does have some firepower on the offensive side yeah and uh, obviously Barry was a really good recruiter at Arkansas. What what did he uh how how did he, you know, show himself on the recruiting trail for for UTSA knowing it's a different kind of recruiting than than you will at the Power 5 level? Yeah, so it's actually probably a little bit harder on the on the G5 level because of the lack of resources and obviously facilities and whatnot. So he got in there. I mean, he you know, he's not he's not from Texas, but he got in there. He mixed it up with the on the local recruiting scene and you know the quarterback that he had this last cycle is from Austin which is near near San Antonio so uh, he's going to get in there and work he's a tireless worker he's you know one of the 
first guys in the office, one of the last guys to leave. And, you know, he's dedicated. And that, like, like I said, when he came to UTSA from Arkansas, it was, you know, he's kind of a, a legend at Arkansas. And, and, you know, he's got a pretty good resume. And, you know, at some point in the near future, he's going to be a head coach one day. So it's a pretty good line for Illinois, I think. Are you pretty confident about that? And, and what gives you confidence that, that he's a head coach someday? Well, I mean, he was a finalist for the Arkansas job. He did he did a pretty good job when 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 they let go of uh, Morris and you know he j- just the aura he 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 walks about. I mean, he's very analytical, forward forward thinker, and he's young. I, I mean, he's young. He's motivated, and you know that this is the nat for a program like UTSA. You want your assistants to be able to jump to the next level so that they could one day continue to rise up the ladder. And that just seems like the natural progression of, of, of what Barry Lunny's career appears to be heading, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and as a future head coach and really as a, as a Power 5 coordinator, you meet reporters like us, JJ, a lot, and, and you're kind of a public face of the program. How, how would you describe uh, him, him in front of microphones and all of that? Because obviously uh, you get under the microscope a little bit even more at a Power 5 program. Right, right. So we, I think we, we talked to him the first year he was here, and that they didn't make him available to the for us the second year, um, and COVID stuff or whatnot. But you know, he he's he's pretty accessible. Um, you know, he he plays it straight. He he's not going to give you too much X's and O's like like any coordinator will. But um, I always enjoyed you know picking his brain about you know opposing defenses and and the different schemes and. Um, like UTSA played Army when the first year and just, you know, picking that, you know, triple threat option and the, the various ins and outs. And, you know, you could tell he just has a, a, a forward thinking mind about things. So he'll be a he'll be a good interview for you guys. So what's this mean for UTSA moving forward, JJ? Uh, where, where does Jeff Trailer go? As you said, a guy who's been so important to his, his success the last couple of years. So minutes after Illinois announced, you know, Barry Lunny was the new offensive coordinator, uh, Jeff Trailer promoted his wide receiver coach and O-line coach to co-coordinator status. So um, they're trying to keep the band together as much as possible, keep some of the verbiage. And, you know, Will Stein at wide receivers was kind of a, a co-OC almost this past season. And, you know, he'll do a good job and he'll be the, the role of play caller and you know, they'll just, you know, try to keep it all going. They, they set every statistical record last season, and um, it's just a matter of time before, you know, some of that stuff, you, you lose a little production. There's more film out there on you, but, you know, they're trying to keep the band together as much as possible. So they will be in, in, in need of a wide receiver coach now. Um, so that's kind of the only thing pending at this point. Well, JJ, before we let you go, just just overall, what do you think of this hire for Illinois? What are they getting in Lonnie? You know, you got a guy with some head coaching experience, although, be it all interim, interim head coach, you got a guy that's coached at the Power Five level before and a successful up-and-coming, you know, Group of Five coordinator. And, you know, there's no reason to think that his success can continue moving to the next level. So overall, I think, uh, you know, they hit it out of the ballpark. JJ, InsideRunnerSports.com. Continue the great work, man. Uh, you do a great job covering that program. That certainly seems on the come up. And uh, it, this is this is what happens with some of these group of fives, right? So they fully establish themselves like uh, schools like Illinois come and take from them. But Jeff Trailer seems to be doing a great job. And, and so are you, JJ. Can't, can't thank you for your time enough.
I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks to J.J. Perez for joining us. He was getting ready for a, a basketball game at UTSA, so can't thank him enough for taking some time out. Also, coming up next, we're going to get a, a deeper dive into the new offense coordinator, Barry Loney Jr. Trey Biddy has covered Arkansas for a very long time and has known uh, Barry Loney Jr. for a very, very long time. Let's get to know him, uh, his upbringing, and what he did at Arkansas. That's next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back into the Atlanta Enquirer podcast, and let's dig deeper into Barry Loney's background, and that includes seven years uh, at Arkansas and a very, very storied uh, career in, in Arkansas, both as a player, high school player, college player, uh, and then a high school coaching career. And Trey Biddy has been covering <clears throat> Arkansas for a long time, now for 24-7 sports. Trey, how, how long have you known of, um, covered um, Mr. <laughs> Barry Loney Jr.? Man, probably since he was in high school. I mean, it's been a long time. You know, his father was a legendary coach, which, uh, you know, probably why he keeps the junior standing out so much. So everybody could distinguish those two guys. But, uh, you know, he was a, a Razorback football player, Razorback baseball player. Uh, really had Arkansas's first good season back in 1995 when uh, they beat Alabama on the road and um, you know just uh, it, was, it was called a kind of a season of first so uh, that was back in 1995 he was a graduate assistant at Arkansas in 98 when they had uh, an 8-0 start under Houston Nutt in 99 uh, then followed Keith Burns over to Tulsa and followed Fitz Hill over to San Jose State and then he got into the, uh, the, the uh, high school game uh, with his father where they basically built a powerhouse over at Bentonville High School. I mean, uh, several state championships. And then uh, when Brett Bielema was hired, he wanted somebody local. And there's Barry Lunny. You know, Bentonville's not too far from Fayetteville. There's Barry Lunny right there who has some college coaching experience, came in and coached tight ends. Arkansas had a lot of success. Several tight ends to the NFL, several tight ends to the NFL. It was always a really strong room when Barry Lunny was there and took over a special teams coordinator when he was retained when uh, Bielema was fired at Arkansas and then Chad Morris took over. He was retained and also took over special teams. They improved on special teams. And it, There was a time when it looked like he might be a serious candidate to be the Arkansas head coach. Mm. I mean, like when 
Arkansas was having a hard time. People people kind of mistook Arkansas' situation as being uh, an Arkansas problem and not necessarily a Chad Morris problem for the reason they won four total games over two years. And it kind of came down to you know guys like Sam Pittman who eventually got the job and Barry Lunny Jr. who was the interim head coach uh, when he was at Arkansas. And then of course you know what he did at UTSA last year and him and Jeff Trailer are two guys that I really liked off of that uh, that Chad Morris staff and. Uh, I mean, they're top three in scoring offense, top three in total offense. And, you know, what I'll tell you about, anybody can look all that stuff up, so I probably shouldn't have rambled on about it. But, you know, just my experience knowing Barry, uh, a good guy, just a a straight-up good guy, like always funny, you know, funny with the players, but also, um, you know, very – on them you know he can he knows when to turn it up he can he can get after their tails uh, but also a guy that you you just kind of like you can see him out there the way he coaches some of the things that he says you know he's uh he's just kind of kind of a guy that you'd you'd enjoy hanging out with in addition to being a football coach he'll also be a strong recruiter uh even though that doesn't always happen with coordinators he he was always a really good recruiter the couple of things I've reached out to people, Trey, and I've heard as good a man as, as a coach, uh, I've heard great leader mm-hmm. from that. How, how did you get that when he was an assistant coach and then interim for, you know, weeks? How did I get that he was as good a man as he is a coach? Yeah, well, yeah, how did you just, how yeah. did you see that? Is it, does that line up with what you saw in your time there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no question. I mean, uh, it was always like that. You know, uh, Barry and I always had a good rapport, you know, just um, – you know, talking on the sidelines sometimes at a practice or, you know, him messing with me, you know, just kind of kind of calling me out on something I had on or something like that, you know, always, always kind of, you know, just just felt like just one of your buddies, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, somebody that you, you know, probably a lot of people feel like they've kind of always known him and stuff. So he's he's just a good guy. I mean, he's, he's a good coach. He's a good guy. Um, I mean, I, and I'm not surprised at all that this is the hire that Brett Bielema made because I can remember – it's weird what you remember, but I remember one time, he only said it once at one of his press conferences when he was talking about Barry Lunny Jr. And uh, Dan Enos was uh, at the time a, a former uh, head coach who came to Arkansas, um, just left his head coaching position. I believe it was Western Michigan and Eastern Michigan. I think it was Central Michigan, Central, Central yeah. Michigan, and uh, had left his uh, position there. And, uh, and we'd always thought, you know, it was, that was just kind of a spot for him to get some experience in the SEC. And then, uh, you know, hopefully for him to go and take on uh, a head coaching job. And that never actually happened. But at the time, that was kind of what was thought. And uh, I remember Brett saying that Barry Lunny was basically his offensive coordinator in waiting. And that was, you know, back in what, 2016, 2015, 2016, something like that. So, uh, I'm not surprised that he made this move at all. What was it like when, when Brett, first made that hire of Barry Lunny you know I know he was coaching mm-hmm. for his dad who's a legend but he's an offensive coordinator in high school right to to an yeah. assistant coach at the power five level how was that met mm-hmm. and uh obviously he ran with it because he recruited his butt off mm-hmm. and developed uh, some great tight ends right well Brett coming from Wisconsin and you know being from Illinois and you know that that region and he you know he coached in Kansas and all that stuff Kansas State and all that stuff but he really needed somebody with local ties and 
uh, who knew the high school system. And and that was, it just seemed like a great fit with Barry Lunny. Tim Horton was another option. He was on the previous staff. He was a former Arkansas player and obviously, you know, really wanted to be in Arkansas. So it kind of, in a way, it felt like it came down to Tim Horton and Barry Lunny Jr. And Horton ended up during the decision process getting hired at Auburn. Um, and took that instead of not knowing what his situation was at Arkansas, and that kind of opened the door for Barry Lunny uh, to step in and and take over the tight ends coach role. But yeah, if you look at if you look at uh, Arkansas tight ends, I mean, just off the top of my head, there's Chris Gregg. There was uh, well, uh, Chris Gregg. I don't know if he was under Barry Lunny, <laughs> but there was uh, uh, AJ Derby, uh, Hunter Henry, um, uh, Jeremy Sprinkle, just to name a few of the guys that that coached under Barry Lunny Jr. and and went on to the NFL. I, I mean, obviously, he's not, you know, recruiting Arkansas kids to the Razorbacks anymore, right? But mm-hmm. how would you describe him as a recruiter, and how do you think that plays outside of what would probably be his comfort zone of Arkansas? Well, I don't know how it'll work for him in in that region, or you know, if if Brett will have him, you know, work down south or something like that. But uh, you know, it, to me, it was always you felt like he built really good relationships with kids and. Um, I mean, that's that's what it all comes down to. It's just it's doing the work, and he was always doing the work. You know, that was you know, you're you're a tight ends coach. You're expected to to nail it in the recruiting department. You know, so uh, you know he was always doing the work and um, and building great relationships. You, you know, the best people to talk to are the are the guys that you know played under him and um, you know that he recruited. You know, and and they always had glowing things to say. About about the relationships with Barry I don't remember I don't ever remember anybody having a negative take about Barry Lunny Jr. Well Trey Biddy hogsports.com publisher uh, there at the Arkansas site for 24-7 sports thanks for giving us some insight onto Barry Lunny Mm -hmm. who's uh, obviously an Arkansas legend in more ways than one absolutely anytime Great insight from Trey Biddy. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed uh, getting to know more about Barry Loney Jr. from J.J. Perez as well. We'll have more on this hire as we get more. Probably going to meet with him uh, next week, Barry and Brett, to talk about this hire, this change that's happening with Illinois football only one year into the Brett Bielema era. I think it shows a lot of urgency. I know I've said this before, but it shows a lot of urgency of Brett Bielema. And, and it shows that uh, he's saying – Five and seven is not good enough, especially when one side of the ball made we made sure we were five and seven and not maybe seven and five or, or eight and four or something like that. So he saw a problem and he didn't wait to address it. He addressed it right away. And we'll see if Barry Lunny can be the answer to those things. But a lot of things that obviously will play out with this. What happens with quarterback? How does he change this offense during spring ball and moving forward into the season? We'll cover all of that at IlliniInquire.com. Thank you for listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast. Give us a follow, rating, and review wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate when you do that. And until next time, everybody take care of each other. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on the Illini Inquirer podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.